We are here. Welcome to the Ellis Rose podcast, a place for those who are ready to think differently about what's possible, are ready for rapid expansion and to take bold action in their life. Join for unfiltered conversations around the mind, business and magic. Happy Tuesday. I am excited for you to tune in to today's episode and really give yourself the time to reflect and ask your questions so that you are not only just listening, but you're actually taking away things that you can implement in your own life with a pinch of salt. And I say a pinch of salt because you've got to take what is in alignment and feels good for you rather than taking the whole blanket and wondering why things don't stick. So this is how you create personalization from growth rather than just taking everything literally. So maybe bring your notepad and pen or if you're walking and you're multitasking today, um, give yourself some time afterwards to be able to reflect on what you've learned and the questions that you've been able to ask yourself. So today's episode is about getting to know yourself, right? It's about getting to know yourself, becoming her and how to step into that space. I have so many people and clients that start with me that They don't know what they want, who they are, how to be themselves because they have spent so much time looking at others, trying to get external validation, look externally rather than coming back to themselves and looking internally. And I've been there, right? I've grasped straws when I've really lost sight of who I am or even before I knew who I was, it was like, oh, I love her confidence. Maybe I can just be like that you know, or, okay, I'm a manifesting generator, so this makes sense and I need to act like that. Or I'm a Sagittarius, so that makes sense on why I do that. And it's taking all of these identities and labels and things that others have that you're rather than admiring, but you're you're trying to make stick for yourself to hope that it's going to allow you to figure out who you are. And I promise you, from looking externally, it doesn't come that way. It comes from going inwards and people are probably wondering, well, what is inwards? What do we have to look for? Where do we start? And that's what we're going to delve into today because I know some people are like crying to get to know who they really are and what they want. And we all want a purpose in life, right? And if we feel like we're just creating circles in life and not getting where we are or getting what we need or feeling that purpose or the knowing of who we are as an individual and becoming that individual, it can be really disheartening. And if I go back, I'll start with a little bit of my journey um, around getting to know myself and becoming her. So it was when I actually moved to Australia, before that, I had no idea who I was. I was just doing life. I was doing things as they were. You know, I was working, I was partying, I was spending time with people. I was never, ever, ever alone. And I was defined by my family's values, which we naturally do. So when we're raised um, by our parents and or um, the people who raise us, we, we're naturally raised on their values and beliefs. So we're naturally going to take on some of them, right? And if we never step away from them or in close proximity forever, we often just continue them because that's what we know and we're comfortable in. And for me, when I decided to sell everything and not start again, but like embark on a journey that I had no idea what was gonna bring me. That was the first time I actually looked at myself and was like, who the fuck am I? Like, 
now I don't have that group of friends to see every day and I don't have that job where I'm known as X, Y, and Z. Who am I? Right? So once I remove my friend identity, once I remove my work identity, once I remove my family identity and I'm in a place across the other side of the world where no one knows me, I also had to ask myself, who am I? My name was Ellis and that was about the only part of myself that I was certain with. And that seems extreme, but it can feel like that. And I remember traveling with a friend and it was great because we knew each other, right? So there was still some familiarity and we'd reminisce on the days that we had and what we were doing. And we naturally felt comfortable next to each other. And it was that essence of comfort that we both needed. And after a year of travel together, when we started to hit like, okay, let's get a job, let's settle down in you know a certain area and let's crack on and start creating a life because I think this is where we want to be. It was those times where we weren't together all the time. And it was those moments of being on my own where I didn't even know what to do to like do to fill my time with something that I enjoyed. I had no idea. So we worked different types of shifts. So it'd be like maybe on a Saturday, I'd wake up and be like, okay, so she's not here. What do I want to do with my day? I've never spent time on my own. I've always been around friends and family. I've always distracted myself from my inner thoughts and being by myself. And I also had a negative connotation with being on my own, right? So from a memory when I was younger, I'd actually created the link that if you're alone, it's a bad thing to be. And there's a difference between feeling alone and choosing to be by yourself. And I'd never experienced my own company to really get to know what I enjoyed, what I disliked, what I valued, what I believed in, because I'd always surface level kind of moved through life in the past, which I never realized when it was present. And this was my wake up call was like, okay, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I enjoy. I don't know what I dislike. I don't know what to, I don't know what to do with my spare time. How do I listen to these voices in my head? What are these thought patterns? Like, what do I do when I'm not with people? So this was where my journey started and it can feel so scary and daunting because where do you start? <laughs> like, where do you actually start? And one thing that I want you to ask yourself is when you're feeling like this, what are the thoughts that are coming up, right? So if you're sat down right now and you can write this down and you're feeling that you need to start getting to know yourself, what are the thoughts that are in your mind when you're on your own? You've got that space, it's just you. What are the thoughts that come up? Because when I asked myself this, this was a massive indication of the major things that I needed to work on, right? And a lot of the things that came up for me was I'm not good enough, like, I don't want to be, I don't want to go out and meet people because I don't feel confident. I don't feel good enough. I don't feel worthy. I, you know, don't know if I want to communicate with a group of people that I don't feel comfortable around. So it was the fear of moving into the uncomfortable because I didn't know who I was in that environment. Um, I had a lot of imposter syndrome. I had, um, a fear of being seen, the fear of judgment. Like, what if I go out and people don't like me? What are they going to say? What are they going to judge me on? And this kept me in this rut of trying to figure out who I was without taking the action because I just feared so much. And when I say go inwards, what this doesn't look like <laughs> is when you look external, 
you often distract yourself by things like social media, drinking, drugs, shopping, watching films, playing video games, going to spend time with people that are comfortable rather than actually spending time with yourself and recognizing and honoring the feelings that are present, actually feeling those emotions rather than wiping away the tears and taking a deep breath and carrying on and avoiding. Going inwards is seeing yourself as vulnerable as you are. And the reason I say vulnerable is because it will feel vulnerable at the start because it won't be new, it will be new to you. It won't be familiar. And it soon becomes not vulnerable because it's something that you know you need to do in order to move. Because if we keep avoiding, we keep pushing down, right? Imagine you just keep pushing everything down, right? You can only fit a certain amount of either liquid or whatever in a bottle until it bursts, like the pressure's too much. We are the same as humans, the same as emotional, like it comes out physically, it comes out mentally, it comes out emotionally, our body starts to react and show things and everything like that, which is a whole new episode. (laughs) Um, So to go inwards, you need to stop creating the external distractions or the quick like emotional feelings and dopamine hits rather than going there. So it may be that you absolutely hate your own company at the start. But how can you sit in that and how can you start to find the enjoyment in that? How can you start to learn what your where your head's at, what you're thinking? How can you start to go and try something new in those moments of your like being alone to learn, okay, cool, I do enjoy this. I enjoy going for the walks. I enjoy going for the coffee. I enjoy the solo dates. I enjoy reading. I enjoy writing. I enjoy meditation. So it's starting to bring in new things into those times when you're on your own to work out what you enjoy. And then it's also asking yourself better questions, right? So getting things out of your mind and onto paper. So a massive thing that helped me was journaling, right? If ever I felt like my mind was really, really negative and I was fearing and I was in anxiety mode and I was really boiling up to a point of nothing really, I would journal. And I would just journal, what am I feeling? And I would allow my mind to go from my mind onto paper, right? It's a really great way to debrief and get things out of your head that are ruminating in a way that is unnecessary. And sometimes what I would do is I would actually then rip out that piece of paper because it felt so relieving to get it out of my mind and I would burn it for closure. So I'd burn it so it's like I've got it out of my mind, it's onto paper, I feel more complete in them areas. I've managed to bring myself back to some emotional stability. And now I need closure because I've, I've sorted that. I'm gonna bin it, um, I'm gonna burn it. Um, another one for me was clearing out my socials. So rather than constantly externally scrolling for, to see what everybody else is doing rather than avoiding my own emotions, is I either deleted them or cleared them out completely where I unfollowed everybody. So that then if I was scrolling, consciously it was seeing things that fed my mind like personal development listening to podcasts following people that are in the coaching space following people that inspired me rather than trash that I would have been doing and enjoying 10 years ago but just because it was there I was just unconsciously scrolling so who are you and becoming her the becoming her is looking at sometimes the past version. So who were you? 
Who are you now? And who do you want to be? How do you see your future self? So right now, if you're at a point where you still don't know yourself, which is perfectly fine, because do we ever really know ourselves? to the max? Probably not because we're always evolving. We're always having new life experiences. Our values and our beliefs are always changing. What we want is always changing. Who we are is always changing. So can we ever really be fully up to date on who we are? No. But can we know who we are in the evolution of what we're going through? Yes. Yeah. So when you think of you right now, you're going to have a future version Because I'm sure if you're sat there right now going, okay, so I have no idea who I am, what I want, what I enjoy, what's next for me, kind of what I want to do with my life, then do you have an ideal version in your mind of who you want to be in a week, a month, a year, or five years? Because if it's next week, next week, how can you look at the difference of who you are and what she has in a week's time? If it's in a year or five years time, what does she have that currently you're not embodying? What do you need to embody now and start leaning into in order to become her? Because we can have an ideal version, but in order to become her, we have to start taking action. So you may have an ideal version of yourself from maybe seeing what others have. And that I'm not talking about comparison, I'm talking about You may have someone that you admire who has a level of confidence that you feel is what you want. So you may be creating the future version of her from other people that you look up to in a healthy way. So what do they do that you're not doing? Or what can you like lean into and start to learn to start becoming her? So Getting to know who you are is a personal growth journey, right? It's reading the books, it's investing in yourself, it's investing in a coach, it's investing in time for yourself, it's creating presence, it's living in the present, it's spending time with yourself on your own, right? It's actually creating the space in the day where it's just you and your mind, where you can drop into your subconscious and allow things to come through. It's doing the things that you've never done before to learn what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy. The learning allows you to find new beliefs that you didn't have or unbelief things that weren't serving you or realize what your values are. But this comes from reflection. It comes from questions. It comes from being present. It does not come from seeking your answers from the external world through socials, through shopping, through video games, through films, through spending time with people that don't serve you anymore, through drinking. It comes from actually being with yourself and honoring who she is so that she knows who she's becoming or so she knows who she is right now. And after I went on this journey for myself and I've been coaching many, many people in this space for a while now on how they can become themselves, how they can become her and more importantly, how they actually know who they are and how to get to that to that point where they feel at home, at the core of who they are. When I went on that journey and I came out, not the other end because it's an everlasting journey, it's always gonna be going on. But when I got to the point where I had a clear idea of who I was and I was open to everything that was always gonna evolve within myself, 
I became confident. So I, the confidence was a natural thing that came on the journey. I could speak my truth because I knew what I valued and I believed in. I could have deep conversations because I was certain in who I was rather than trying to people please. I was happy to be seen because I actually loved who I was and I knew that what I was doing was for me and for no one else. I called in a relationship at the level that I was playing at rather than calling in someone when I was in my phase of not knowing myself because how are you meant to call in someone and a partner in your life if you don't know yourself? So, so much changed for me and this is available for you too. This is, a, this is an option. And you just have to sometimes ask for help as well. So for me, a massive pivot of all of this as well was investing in a coach, investing in someone that could guide me and ask me the questions that I couldn't ask myself, to be honest, to hold me to my highest standards and my higher self, to guide me, to keep me accountable, to be brutally honest, to hold me not only accountable, but keep me from my own like distractions and excuses so that I constantly evolved and it became a part of my being rather than just something I was dabbling in. So if you're at this point and you really want to move, you want to become her, send me a DM and let's jump on a free discovery call where we can work out where you're at and what you're looking for and have some of your own questions answered for yourself. So that is today's quick kind of download reflection for you episode and I want as well to just finish by saying it's okay to not know who you are especially if something in your life has just drastically changed sometimes that can be a massive awakening of wow actually this is the time to really become my true self and it could be the start of your journey of going wow I've just been moving so quickly through life I've not actually asked myself if I'm happy fulfilled and purposeful and now you're getting to know yourself It's an exciting journey, so really look forward to it and get the support you need. And this is going to be something that I'll share more on my socials as well. So if you're not already following me at Ellis Rose Coaching on Instagram, head over there and you'll be able to connect with me, catch up on my posts and things that I share and the masterclasses that I share um, so that you can keep growing in that area as well. And if you've enjoyed this episode, then I would love it if you could please head to the review section and leave some comments. Share it with someone that you know needs to hear this um, so that I can keep sharing this with the people that need it. So happy, it'll be Tuesday because this will be shared on Tuesday and I am looking forward to talking with you all soon.